morning show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over everything. No, Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, motherfucker. I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show, Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, fam. Good morning, fam. Welcome back, Yeezy. Yes, good to be back. It's Tuesday. Back in New York from L.A. Yeah, the weather just got nasty outside. It was raining crazy. Yeah, I heard it's, uh, it's been, I feel like rain, the rain has, amount of rain everywhere has been crazy lately. Yeah. Like, has it ever rained this much all the time? <laughs> not as it, I'm not mad because it waters the grass. It waters the grass, it keeps the trees growing, I ain't got to pay the sprinklers. Hey, I'm happy. I'm excited. I like the rain, actually. All right. Well, yeah. Good for you. Anyway. It's hard for flight delays and for people trying to get places. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> but the rain's a good thing. Helps with the earth, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that as a positive. I just like the fact I ain't got to uh, order the grass. Now, what's going on, Yee? Uh, How was your BET uh, experience? It was good. It was a lot. It was a lot, as y'all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got back last night, and then when I came back in, I had to host, uh, moderate a panel. And that panel was for Live Nation. Okay. Uh, B Nation. So they said you were over in their space. Yeah, Live Nation has a nice space over in Manhattan. They have they own actually a whole building over there. Yeah, it's an amazing building. If you mm-hmm. don't know what Live Nation is, and we explain to the people what Live Nation they is. They own a bunch of uh, concert and venue halls uh, all across uh, the country where they do live shows, they do podcasts, they do all types of things. So, so a lot of a lot of biggest artists have deals with Live Nation to go on tour. And things like that. Hey, so, Charlamagne, you're early. Shout out to Perry. I am. I'm supposed to be here six or five. So <laughs> you know what they say: when you're on time, you're late. When you're early, you're on time. So I'm on time this morning. <laughs> That's okay. what you're saying. That's the story you're sticking <laughs> with. Now, who told you six or five? Uh, listen, we all have individual contracts. Mind your business, Angela. <laughs> okay. all right. I don't know if it's six or five. Once again, we all have individual contracts. Mind your business. All right. Good morning. How are you, Angela oh, Yee? How are you, Envy? Well, I'm happening? glad you can make it. Yeah, man. I'm like 20 seconds right in front of you. Did they tell you? No. <laughs> oh, you got your contract adjusted? <laughs> yeah. Mine is 601 in 30 seconds. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm okay. not going to lie. Every morning, it's like, Angela, no one else is here but you, so we need you to hurry up and start. I was and here then, on time. And then you ran in right when we were starting. Oh, it sounds like you need a new age. Well, Andre Iguodala is going to be joining us this morning. That's right, from the uh, Warriors. Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors will be joining us. He's he has got a, a book called The Six Men. Six Men. It's, real, it's a really good book if you uh, are into introspective athletes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Meaning meaning, if you want to know more about what your athletes go through behind the scenes, not just as basketball players, but as human beings. There you go. Yeah. All right, and today is Lala's birthday. Happy birthday, hey! Lala. Drop one of Clues Bombs to La Lise. Cancer gang all day. That's right. So okay. Lala will be celebrating her birthday. And also the Kimbe Matumbo on my NBA fans. We should call Lala and just bother her for no reason. You want to do it now? We do when we come back. She's probably sleeping. I think she's still in LA. Ain't she yeah, in LA? I'm sure she's, it's yeah, like 3 a.m. Yeah, she's right. she probably partying. It's her birthday. She's probably out. No, she'll do I don't that tonight. think so. It's 3 a.m. All in L.A. Right. All, right. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, I know some of you guys absolutely love Amazon Prime Day. We'll tell you what's happening with that this year. Also, imagine you're in an Uber, and then all of a sudden they go off the road, down a dirt road. What do you do? Punch them in the back of the head. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I go where I want. Good, hey, good. Hey, 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 all right. Hey, drop on a clues bomb for the 704 Queen City. Carolina's. 
Salute the baby, man. I grew up in the era of animated rappers like Ludacris, Busta Rhymes, Missy, Redman, Method Man, and the baby's bringing that feeling back with his videos and his shows. So salute to the baby. The baby. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Let's start off with sports. Last night was the NBA Awards, and the most valuable player this year was the Greek Freak. Not, not, not mad at that. Okay. Uh, I want to thank my dad. Uh, obviously, you know, my dad is not here with me, but, uh, you know, two, two years ago in... Um, you know, I had to go in my head that I'm going, I'm going to be the best player in the league. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever it takes to help my team win, and I'm going to win the MVP. And um, every, day, every day that I step on the floor, I always think about my dad, and that motivates me, and it pushed me to, you know, play hard. Not mad at that at, that at all. Not but at I, all. He balled out. Yeah, I will say I think the regular season MVP is cool, but it needs to be like an MVP award for, like, the whole totality of a of a full season. Like, because, I mean, who's more valuable to their team than Kawhi Leonard? Who was more valuable to their team this year than Kawhi Leonard? From the regular season to the playoffs to the finals. You know what I'm saying? But that's why they got the playoff MVP. No, they got a finals MVP, the finals MVP and then they and have the most a player. most valuable player. But yeah. I, I think that it should be something that encompasses all of that. You know? I think mm. so. All right. What else we got, Yee? Well, let's talk about Amazon Prime Day. Last year, it lasted for 36 hours. This year, it's going to last for 48 hours. So Amazon Prime Day will start at midnight on July 15th, and that's going to be two full days. Now, what Prime Day does is it drives new members to its $119 annual free shipping program. Also helps with those existing customer relationships. I remember I first got it because of Whole Foods uh, delivery, so that has helped me out a lot. And they also helped to launch their new products for Prime members, so they have their own products as well. So this this is the first Prime Day in which free one-day shipping will be available to members with no minimum purchase amount, too. I don't even know what that means. It sounds to me like they're having a day where they just want us to give them money. No, it's really deep discounts. So there's a lot oh. of things that you can buy um, on sale. And it's the fifth time they've been doing Prime Day. So it's also a way to get memberships. When you're a member of Amazon Prime, you get all kinds of uh, rewards for that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, so we're giving them a bunch of our money. Yeah, yeah but you're saving money too. We're saving money, yeah. So it's like a birthday. It's like, like, it's like Black I like, Friday. I like getting money on my day too. Okay. So, so when my birthday comes Saturday, I open up a cash app. All right. Right. It's, a, it's like kind of like Black Friday, but just on Prime. So all gotcha. these huge discounts on gotcha. like televisions, mm-hmm. Alexa, all of that. Now Bernie Sanders has announced a plan. He wants to cancel all 1.6 trillion dollars of student loan debt. Here's what he said. Ten years ago, the United States government bailed out Wall Street after their greed their recklessness and their illegal behavior drove us into the worst recession in modern history. The American people bailed out Wall Street. Now it is time for Wall Street to come to the aid of the middle class of this country. Now the proposal that we introduced today, all student debt would be canceled in six months. (laughs) Sounds great, huh? Yeah, the problem with that is that there's people that can't afford to pay their student loans. So then that debt is canceled for them as well. I know Elizabeth Warren has a plan where she would also uh, cancel student loan debt for households with income under $100,000. But if you make more than $250,000, you still got to pay that. I mean, glad to see Bernie still active in this thing. Sometimes you forget Bernie is still in this race, man. With all the the headlines about Trump and Biden and Mayor Pete and Senator Harris and Elizabeth Warren, they take up all the headlines. Glad to see Bernie still got a post. I feel like they just say anything at this point. They're like car salesmen. Uh, Duh. We're going to do it in six months. 
months. It's dream selling season. What's wrong with you? All right, now imagine you got into an Uber, and or at least you thought you did, and then you end up going down a dirt road the opposite direction of where the Uber was supposed to go. Well, that's what happened in South Carolina. Hilton Head, South Carolina, uh, these two women were outside a Hilton Head restaurant, and they called an Uber. They knew the man was not their Uber driver, but they thought they saw an Uber sign on his windshield. They got in the car. So they just got in anyway? It was they- an SUV. Now, there was one woman riding in the front and one in the back, and when they saw he was driving down a dirt road, that's when she said she was going to call 911. The Uber driver then grabbed, the well, the alleged Uber driver grabbed the phone from her hand, stopped the car. All of them got out, and that's when he approached them. The woman got her phone back, called 911. And, when, and he sped off. So they have not located or identified the driver. They don't even know whether or not he really was an Uber driver or a transportation driver They at knew all. it wasn't their driving. They got in the car anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if y'all check the fine print of Uber when you call an Uber, but Uber always tells you to check the license plate to make sure that it's I your check driver. It. That's how I know it's my it. car. They ask you to dri- the driver's name. The driver usually asks you, hey, is your name so-and-so when you get in the car? Yep. Like, come on. And let the record show, I grew up on a dirt road in South Carolina, but that would still scare me to be going down a strange dirt road, okay? Because if it's not my dirt road, why am I down it? All right. Well, that is your front page news. Y'all have street signs on your dirt roads? We sure do. Okay. All right. Well, Absolutely that's, do. That's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, get it off your chest. Yeah, I'm just pumped this morning. My husband, my kids were blessed. My second child, she got skipped from the fourth grade to the sixth grade. So wow. So falling out of control. <laughs> yes, we are. My husband, we had thunder sex last night. I'm working Woo! on stage five because we got four kids. Woo! Now, what is thunder sex? What is thunder sex 13 now? 13 years. Thunder sex. What is that? When the lightning come out. You know, it was raining real Oh, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's a good feeling. Out. I was working on stage five, but I jumped up too quick. But that's all right. We can still get there. Yes, ma'am. All right, yes. mama. Okay. All right, well, enjoy your day. You seem happy. From the fourth grade to the I sixth am. grade, that's I amazing. Am. All right, mama, have a good one. Yes. Thank you. God bless. Hello, who's this? This is Joey. Hey, Joey, get it off your chest. Hey, man, I want to tell you, DJ Envy, that y'all really do need to start the show at 6 or 5, like Charlamagne said, man. Look, the show starts at 6. We were just joking. Charlamagne, he says 6 or 5, but it starts at 6. Oh, they think I'm joking. They think I'm joking about my time being different. Okay. You got me on CP time. You should know you're Dominican, man. <laughs> Goodbye, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Makaya. I'm coming to 317 Indianapolis. What's up, Mama? Get it off your chest. I was calling to have a question for Angela. So, how do you feel about a guy saying that you can't wear some type of dress, a guy that's your boyfriend saying you can't wear some type of dress or some kind of outfit mm-hmm. because he doesn't like you in it, but he likes pictures of girls on Instagram in the same outfit? Well, first of all, um, he can't tell you what you can and can't wear. That's completely up to you. So, let's get that straight first and foremost. And that's a, a silly reason. Now, he could not like something that you wear. And he can express himself in that way, but he can't tell you you can't wear it. So now it's up to you how you react to that. 
Do you say, okay, I'm going to do what I want to do and make this uh, stand that I'm going to take so you don't try this in the future? Or do you say, okay, let me listen to what he's saying and see if there's a valid reason that he feels that way, and then we can discuss it. It's up to you. Okay. Well, what if it's like... Uh, he doesn't like it because he doesn't want other. Like, what if you wear it while you're with him? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a dress with a slit in it, but he doesn't like the slit. I mean, with him going out. It's, there's nothing he could really do about it. It's not really on him. Uh, he should think that you're his girl and you're, you know, uh, you know how to dress and you look cute. I don't think that um, he can tell you what to wear and what not to wear. That's all. What's he gonna do? Take you home and say we're not going out anymore? <laughs> Do you ever tell him how to dress? Uh, no, not really. It's just like, I don't know. It's really weird to me. And we had this discussion like the other day because I wanted to wear a dress. And he was like, I don't want anybody else to see you in it. So well, tell him to buy you. Like, in pictures with girls in short shorts and shit. And I'm like, is that because of me or like what? Well, tell him to buy you some clothes that he likes then. Have a good one, mama. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hey, Porsche, get it off your chest. So, I want to get it off my chest. Um, Envy, you were hating on Friday when he was talking about Megatron, Nicki Minaj's song. How was I hating? I feel like you was hating because he was like, I'm gonna you going to play it in the mix? And you was like, nah, I play flashback. And so, I hadn't listened to the song yet. So, I was like, dang, is it not a good song? So, then I go and listen to the song, and it was a really good song. Song and y'all do not play her music and I just don't understand. Like I'm a fan of both Cardi and Nicki. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why y'all try to promote their their good and the problems with them. I love both of them. I don't get it, but like Nicki is fire and she has been playing the music. I feel like and y'all just won't play it. Well, it's really. I don't. I don't compare the two. I just said Friday. We we flash back on Friday. We throw throwbacks on Friday, and that's not a throwback joint. But if you want to hear it, if you want to hear it this morning, I play it for you this morning. You want to hear it this morning? Is Megatron? Yeah, I want to hear it this morning. I got you. Is Megatron a hit? I think Megatron is a hit. I like Megatron. Okay. I like the Queen album. I mean, I think she could have let some, like, not had as many songs on the Queen album, but that's a solid album. Miami is a fire record. Hard White is a fire record. Come See About Me is a fire record. Y'all didn't play none of those songs. I will say Megatron is a fun summer song. I'll play it for you this morning, all right? Okay, thank you. And please stop hating on Nikki. Nobody, hate on nobody Nikki. hating on Nikki. Y'all was hating on her yesterday, too. Y'all was like, we just want her to be happy. I felt that shade. Time out. Yo, 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 yo. Y'all, y'all, listen, I'm tired of people <laughs> acting like what they feel is what we feel. I really genuinely want Nikki to be happy. She how is that shade? How said is, we want her to be happy. How is saying we want somebody to be happy shade in any way, shape, or form? I especially shade in, in that because y'all were trying to imply that she was not happy. No, no. we're trying to imply that she just got a marriage license and she's going to get married and we hope that she's happy and we want her to be happy. That's all nah, we said. Nah, y'all was like, Nikki, go on Queen Radio. Man, knock it off. Everything makes her mad. I just want her to be happy. Have, have a blessed day. I feel you, we girl. Want, we have want a you to be happy, day. too. It's a shame. Have a blessed day. It's a shade. We want you to be happy too, man. This, this is what's wrong with people. People, people, I'm very happy. People Good. project what they feel onto mm-hmm. other people. 
Like, literally, how can you get on the radio and say you genuinely want somebody to be happy in regard to their uh, upcoming marriage? <laughs> and somebody saying shade. <laughs> Good. Thank you. We just wanted to be happy. Whatever makes her happy. That's, That's crazy to me. Like, people got problems. See, they want us to hate Nikki so bad. So, in their mind, Charlamagne the God and DJ Envy hate Nicki Minaj. So I can say, I love you, Nicki. And they'll be like, look at the shade. That's sarcastic. That's shade. They're being sarcastic. It's crazy. God bless you. Lava, good morning. Good morning. Okay, I guess Ladybug? you're not. Oh, I'm sorry. Ladybug. It said Lava, but okay, Ladybug. Ladybug. Oh, I don't know who Lava is, but Ladybug. Hey, good morning, everyone. Hey, Ladybug. Hey, Ladybug. Hey, how you doing? I just want to spread some positivity. Is everyone listening? I know you're six feet above the dirt, so you have no reason <laughs> to have a frown on your face. There you go. So the shade. Go out on that Tuesday and make it the best Tuesday. It may feel like a Monday to some people. You being make shady. It the best Tuesday. Stop with the shade. No, I'm not. She's being positive. I'm you stop being it. So positive. Stop with the shade. She don't know what you're talking about. That's Thank you, right. Ladybug. Thank we you, appreciate Ladybug. you. <laughs> Let's God have a great blessed. Tuesday. Ladybug, we want you to be happy. Yes, we just want the oh, best I'm for you, Ladybug. Happy, honey. I'm alive. I'm happy. There we love you, you, Ladybug. All right, get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. You, we got rumors on the way? Man, we got to reach out to Tierra Marie again. She's been having some very unfortunate situations recently. And we'll tell you what happened that led to her getting arrested and what they found in the car. Lord have mercy. I ain't going to lie. When I heard what she was drinking, I said, yeah, she broke. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, she's, been, she was in rehab and everything, so we got to talk about this. We just want her to be happy. Yeah, she's clearly going through it. Rehab and no rehab. Nobody should be drinking what she was drinking unless <laughs> you just hate your life. Get it off your chest. <laughs> Rumors on the way is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk to Aaron Marie. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Tierra Marie has gotten pulled over for allegedly driving drunk. Mm-mm-mm. Now they are saying what was found in the car. She was actually in New York. She was going through the Queens Midtown Tunnel at a high rate of speed. They said that she was missing a tire, too, so there were sparks flying. How long was she missing this tire for? Well, we don't know. Mm-hmm. She was missing her right front tire as she was driving, and she told the cops that she had three glasses of Pinot Grigio, but in the car they did find four loco as well as a bottle of Kettle One that was unsealed. Wasn't Four Loco banned for a little bit or something like that? It has been banned, yes. It's still banned? Yeah, in most places it is banned. I've, I've never felt worse for Tierra Marie than I have when I heard this story. I have the utmost empathy for anyone drinking Four Loco because it's like you just gave up on this thing called life. She blew more than three times the legal limit when she took a breathalyzer. And, you know, she was in a rehab, and recently she was on my podcast, and she wasn't drinking at all. She said she knows that she can't have any drinks. If she has just one, then things can spiral for her. So uh, clearly still having some issues. So Sierra Marie, we are praying that things get better. There's nothing mentally or physically healthy about drinking for a loco. There's driving under the influence and then there's driving under the influence of Satan and that's what you are doing when you're drinking for a loco. Three tires and four locos is a terrible combination. All right, Bushwick Bill's family has launched a GoFundMe campaign. They're hoping to raise $100,000. We told you before he died from stage four pancreatic cancer. That happened on June 10th. You know mm-hmm. him from the legendary Ghetto Boys yes. group and now they are hoping that the fans will go ahead and don't 
donate some money to the GoFundMe. That's to help take care of the family's expenses and carry out his final wish that his four kids are financially taken care of. So they Jesus do have an Christ. official fund that has been established. And all they want is 100000 Mm-hmm. That's what the family hopes to raise. For, for, what are the expenses? Like the funeral expenses? Sure. Uh, funeral, yeah, it's medical for that. Bills, and it's, medical uh, bills. It's that. It's also to make sure the kids are taken care of, like I said. So they're hoping people $100, will $100,000? You sure you're reading that number correctly? Uh, positive. A hundred thousand dollars gonna take care of four kids and expenses. Maybe I to mean, pay for their school. Maybe they got a couple of years left in school just to pay. The for The medical bills alone might be a hundred thousand dollars, bro. Maybe have medical coverage. Maybe health insurance. All right, Travis Scott. He has something that's being released, um, and that is going to be some custom cereal boxes. <laughs> he did a collaboration with General Mills to redesign the Reese's Puffs cereal box with Cactus Jack and so you can get those online. I believe they said it's extremely limited so if you're a big Travis Scott fan and you want to get these cereal boxes they retail for $50. That's smart. Yeah, so I'm sure that once you try to resell that it's going to be worth a whole lot more. That would be that would be a great marketing uh, tool for the Breakfast Club being that we are a Breakfast Club but you know what? Cereal's not really a breakfast. Cereal's more of a snack. Cereal is breakfast. breakfast. Well, nobody eats cereal for breakfast. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. You eat cereal in the afternoon and at night when you're high. You eat in the morning, too. It's a, nice, it's, a quick, it's a quick meal to have. Yeah. Cereal's a snack. All right. Nas and Mary J. Blige have added some new dates to their tour that they're co-headlining together. That's the royalty tour. So now they're scheduled to perform in addition to the dates they already announced in Brooklyn, Baltimore, Newark, and Indianapolis. So those tickets do go on sale on June 28th at 10 a.m. So make sure you guys go to LiveNation.com where you can get those tickets and... It uh, should be a pretty fun tour to go to. I'm definitely going to check I'm, that I'm, out. I'm, I'm definitely going to that. I was yes. listening to Nas and Mary this morning because um, I like My Life 2. My Life 2 is a very slept on album, but they got a joint on My Life 2 called Feel Inside that has the uh, this, it sampled Wu-Tang's Triumph mm-hmm. that I think is a very tough tune. My, one of my favorite Mary joints is Love Is All We Need, Mary oh, and Nas. Okay. That's one of my favorites. All right. Mary also has her collab with MAC. I'm actually wearing her lipstick today. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Mary J. Blige and to MAC Lipstick. It's called Love Me Lipstick. So it's a beautiful color. That's and you It's the color that she always wears. Hey, I, I see a lot of people screaming My Life, too. I was on Tidal, and I saw My Life then jumped up into, like, one of the most screamed songs in Mary's, uh, Mary's playlist, I guess. Yeah. Great record, man. All right, now let's talk about some more collaborations. Supreme is going to be doing a collab with Bouja Bantan. So you should be excited about oh, that. Oh, that's going to be colorful. <laughs> well, <laughs> you mix Jamaicans and Supreme. <laughs> they have not yet announced what the brand is going to do with it's him. It's going to be loud. A lot of times they do stuff where they have somebody's <laughs> face, a portrait on T-shirts. So we don't know exactly what the collab. A lot of matchy matchy. Of it is, but they, um, yeah. So that'll be a nice collab. I'm going to definitely try to make sure I pick that up. Supreme and Buju. Supreme and Buju, Jamaican the Supreme. I can't wait to see how loud and matchy-matchy that one is. <laughs> and A-Rod, he was a frequent guest on Shark Tank. I know you've never watched Shark Tank, but he was a frequent celebrity guest on Shark Tank, mm-hmm. and now he's not going to be on there anymore because he signed a deal to star in his, his own show that they said is very similar to Shark Tank. So they're not very excited about that, according to reports with the Shark Tank producers. They are saying he won't be back now. Even though he was really popular on that show. You know, he was on that show and he got along so well with Barbara Corcoran, who's the real estate guru. She owns, you know, Corcoran Real Estate. Mm -hmm. That they actually teamed up to buy an East Village rental building as part of a plan to build a huge property portfolio together. So he really was doing a lot of things after being on Shark Tank as a special guest. But when you try to launch a show, I guess that's very similar. It's not going to go over too well. I think A-Rod's going to do well with that show. Shark Tank's been on for a long time. I think they need to change the characters up a little bit. 
Right. Well, he was a frequent like celebrity guest. Yeah, I know. I watch it. Yeah. So it's a great show to watch if you ever want to uh, launch your own business to learn how to actually pitch your business. Learn, and a, yeah, business proposals. A certain amount of time equity. and what numbers are necessary. And, Absolutely. You know. I watched that with my son. I mean, the fact that he you got a, well, you got a whole housing complex or apartment complex out of it, you just said? Well, he didn't get it out of it, but he became friends with Barbara Corcoran. And, and they, they opened teamed, one. Yeah, they've teamed up to hey, buy man. some real estate together. I love to buy and renovate. Hey, yeah. salute to Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal's opening Shaq Towers in Newark, New Jersey. That should be opening this month. Mm-hmm. Queen Latifah's uh, building multifamily homes in Newark. I love to see people Shaq's doing stuff been doing like it that. a lot. I went to Shaq's restaurant in in L.A. before. Shaq's got houses. He got stuff in Atlanta. He got stuff in Atlantic City. He got stuff in Newark. Shaq got like a 22-story apartment complex going up Mm -hmm. in Newark called Shaq Towers. You know what kind of inspiration young black kids going to have walking through Newark seeing Shaq Towers? And you know he's from there, so it's... it's, 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 Come on, man. Shaq is doing a lot with real estate, man. man. Shout out to Shaq, man. Drop on the clues bonds for Shaquille O'Neal. You ain't hit me back about that, about that Krispy Kreme, but it's all right. I still, <laughs> still respect your moves. Nah. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, we are going to talk about, uh, and I know you're going to talk about the NBA, and we'll talk about the MVP that you were discussing. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night was the NBA Awards. Now, the most valuable player went to the Greek Freak, and he had a speech last night. Let's play it. Uh, I want to thank my dad. Uh, obviously, you know, my dad is not here with me, but, uh, you know, two, two years ago, and, um, you know, I had to go in my head that I'm going, I'm going to be the best player in the league. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever it takes to help my team win, and I'm going to win the MVP. And uh, every, day, every day that I step on the floor, I always think about my dad, and that motivates me, and it pushes me to, you know, play harder. Uh, not mad at that. Drop on the clues bonds for the Greek freak. Salute to Milwaukee. But I do wish they didn't give that award out until the very end of the season and they took in the whole totality of what a player did throughout the regular season, the playoffs, and the finals. You don't think the Greek freak was the MVP for the whole season? It's hard to say that when Kawhi Leonard uh, actually won the championship, bro. You know, because Kawhi Leonard was very valuable to Toronto. All right, <laughs> in the regular season, mm-hmm. the playoffs, and definitely in the finals. He won the finals MVP. He got so the I finals MVP. And they beat Milwaukee. So, you know, it's tough, man. All right, what else are we talking about, you? Well, imagine you get into an Uber that's not your Uber, and you don't even know if it's an Uber or not, and then they start driving the wrong way down a deserted dirt road. This is what happened to two women in Hilton Head, South Carolina. They called the Uber. They knew the man wasn't their Uber driver, but they thought they saw an Uber sign, so they got in the car anyway, and he started going the wrong way and then going down an unfamiliar dirt road. That's when one of the women said she was calling 911. He grabbed her phone from her. They got out of the SUV, and... She managed to grab her phone back and call 911, and he sped off. So police have not located or identified the driver. They don't even know if he was really an Uber driver or not. Uh, I love Hilton Head, South Carolina, okay? But how many signs do you need, all right? First of all, when you call the Uber, it says check the license plate to make sure you're getting in the right car. And both of those people said that they didn't think it was their Uber driver. What they you, still well, they knew got it wasn't. Did you need to look at your Uber and see driver Freddy Krueger and it'd be a hearse? Yeah, like, it sounds like a scary movie. That's what it sounds <laughs> and like. And they also you? know your name. So usually, and I know, I think this is required they have to say hey Angela and then that's when you get I in I don't understand why you would get into an Uber if you did not think it was your Uber and these women were actually staying there on vacation were they white or black so they were going to I don't know they didn't identify that who. definitely sounds very white. Nah, I'm not one to stereotype. <laughs> scary not one movie, profile, that's what it sounds like. But that's how all scary movies start. <laughs> it does, yes. You know, Freddy Krueger pulls up in a hearse and he's like, hey, 
This looks strange. Jade? I think it might be ours. But Jade, it looks all right. It we looks should just fine. jump in. Let's, let's go. We let's gotta go. get to our Well, they're Pilates very fortunate class. that it didn't turn out worse <laughs> than it did. All right, now a recent Emory University study shows who has the best fans in the NFL. Dallas Cowboys, baby! The Eagles. I guess that proved that. Is it, is it the Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Of course it is. Dropping the clues bombs for us. Who's more delusional than us? In, drop the goddamn clues. Who's more delusional than us yeah, in the NFL, you man? Are, you guys are delusional. Come on. Now, following the Cowboys are the New England Patriots. Yes. Then the Eagles. Oh, I knew the Eagles was Then the three. Giants. Then the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then the Green Bay Packers. So the way they did this study, it was three different criteria. Fan equity, social equity, and road equity. So they look at home box office revenues, how much people support. Also, yeah, be Cowboy fans how much everywhere. people engage on social media as part of the team's community. Because Cowboy fans suck, so they go back and well, forth everybody, for everybody you named has won Super Bowls in recent times, but we're going to win next year. But you know, it was the whole lifestyle of the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? That was the cocaine playboy era. You know, that's the era my daddy came up in. Big Afro, cocaine. Playboy, you know? <laughs> all right. Cowboys represented all of that. All right, that's it? <laughs> yes, that's it. Okay. All right, well, that is... Y'all remember is when Jay-Z your... was here and he explained that, too? I do, but I was not a Cowboy fan. I'm a Giants oh, okay. fan. Yeah, but that's uh, it's all true. It's the Playboy era. All right. Well, that's well, why he loved Michael Irvin so much. Cocaine, you know what I'm saying? Fly guy, Playboy. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, when we come back from the Golden State Warriors, Andre Iguodala will be joining us. Did he have the trophy with him? You said what? Did he have the trophy? Why would he have the trophy with him? Because you know they've been uh They didn't win. Oh, they didn't win. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, I was thinking about Danny Green came with the trophy. Yeah, don't get into the Uber. I was thinking about Danny Green. Don't get into the Uber. That's not your Uber, yeah. Jesus Christ. I wasn't here when you guys did the interview. Sorry. Big mistake. Sorry, Toronto. Yes. Please, All right, we'll be back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Andre Iguodala. Welcome back, sir. It's good to be back. Man, you should be somewhere relaxing after that long ass season, but you out here promoting your new book. First book. First one. Yeah. First book. The Six Man. The Six Man. Why okay. a memoir? Why now, man? I think it was just good timing, especially with uh, the run we've been on. We were kind of the poster child of the league as far as, you know, people really loving us and what we did for the game and then being on the opposite side of and that. And they hate y'all ass. And they hate you for having too much success. So um, just for me, it was more therapeutic. And I had a lot of young kids, uh, young guys in the league, uh, ask me for advice. And mm -hmm. it's kind of surprising. You know, you get uh, people that look up to you, but you're still playing. And still, you're still competing against them. So um, all those things uh, feel like kind of a way to give back to the because it's a new age athlete coming up especially for the black athlete you know we're being exploited more than ever ncaa uh aau and kind of how i navigated through the whole thing it's kind of like there's no uh navigational tools for guys to kind of you know get to the league uh, they're, they're kind of being pimped throughout the whole process from mm -hmm. you know age 11 when they're a phenom let's talk about the navigation part you were saying you know we get exploited a lot, mm -hmm. you know, and, and a lot of us have sons and daughters that want to play basketball, mm -hmm. and it's a tough process. So what do you suggest that people do? You know, because the only thing we know is AAU right. and the high school and right. to the college, and it's, it's, we never get anything. Well, I've had many conversations, and my son plays ball. Um, it's funny, he's at Duke camp right now. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, and um, he's, he, he's, he grew up different than I did. He grew up different than we did. And, he grew up uh, privileged. Right. And the one thing I give to the kids and the parents that grew up similar to the way we did is you got to do it for fun. You got to do it because you love it. Mm -hmm. And I always say, 
these kids nowadays are living their parents' dreams. Correct. And that's what always derails them or no matter where they get, either if they don't make it, the parents derailed them. Another reason why they didn't make it or when they do make it, parents are the reason why they're having mental issues problems. or they're spending all the money or they're going broke or they're having all the family problems is because, you know, they did it for all the wrong reasons. So for me, it's like, listen, just let the, the kids going to make it or not make it regardless. Like you have nothing to do with that. Like you can support them as a parent and that's going to help them mentally. But, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that we can do differently and exploiting the kid is that's the worst reason to get them into the sport. So about creating our own spaces. We talk about that a lot. And I even look at colleges and I, and I look at, you know, just imagine if we had one star, we have an HBCU. Uh, $40 million slaves. We spoke about that in that book. What if the Fab Five all went to a historically black university or college instead of going to Michigan? They changed the course of history. You know, they did it with black socks and black Nikes. They could have changed the course of history. And I was just talking uh, to one of the interns. Uh, she was talking about she was talking about. I said, I wish I would have took a visit to Howard. Well, black people, we have a tendency to think white ice is cold. Right. But that's just the way we see it. Like, we grow up, you, you know, growing up, I saw Michael Jordan. The Fab Five, I was like, they were like gods to me. So it was like, you think that's the only way that you can go to make it. And David West, close teammate of mine, uh, he's trying to change the trajectory or the course of what we can do. He's got the, uh, he got a league where instead of going to college uh, through the NCAA, you can go through this league where they give you uh, financial services as far as uh, financial education. You can actually make money off your likeness. Um, it's just a different avenue. And they give you a percentage off your jersey and right, things like give, that, right? Right, right, right. But they're teaching you all these tools as well because that's one thing I talk about in the book is we all were exploited in the NCAA, especially if you went to a big school. I went to the University of Arizona, and I remember seeing the report, the largest schools uh, in terms of uh, revenue, basketball mm -hmm. teams brought to the school. We were number two. And the reason why this, the, the athletic department ran was because of the basketball team. And then I, it was funny. I would go to practice, and then the volleyball coach would be like, Coach, you know, you guys got uh, car blanche on practice time. I know who pays the bills around here. But I would go a week when I had like $10 and I had to make $10 last right. food for that week. It was like. And you an athlete. My jersey was in the store. Like number oh, 24 was in the store. I would think they would feed y'all just to keep y'all healthy. <laughs> well, they changed the rules now. Okay. Where they get unlimited food. But when I was there, you only got food on game days. Or Damn. you got food sometimes at the practice or whatever. But other than that. You know, you was on, a, you, and then, but you got the head of the NCAA. You know, you can look up his salary right now. He's a millionaire. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. it's just, it's just a system and how it's been so far. Yeah, in the book, you talk about the racial tension that exists in the NBA. I would never think that there's any racial tension in the NBA. Like, where does the majority of that tension come from? Well, I think that uh, the NBA is uh, very forward-thinking. Every year is ranked the most tech-forward sports league mm -hmm. in the world, and then uh, the NBA is one of the uh, marketing powerhouse mm -hmm. you know they always know how to market the right things and if there are any issues or there might be a controversy they're really good at trying to stay ahead of it and uh not cover it up because i think david uh not david stern but adam silver does a good job of trying to have the dialect or dialogue with the players i could text him right now he'll text me back but it's still weak the, the the places we come from are a lot different than our arena fan base mm -hmm. and you can go look at the Golden state warriors when I first got there, uh, we were kind of up and coming, and I always say we priced our real fans out. But but now you look at it, who's our who's our fan base is Silicon Valley, which is the, the richest community in the world, and you saw it in the finals. Kyle Lowry right. goes into the stands, and the guy yeah he pushes him yeah. The guy grabs him, and you read his lips, get out of here you, f like point yeah, punches yeah, yeah, yeah. him, and then I don't see what happened with Kyle because I know Kyle from when I was in Philly, and he was at Villanova, and uh, he's going crazy. 
So that's what you mean when you say racial tension? You just like who? he just felt privileged, like he could just do it. Like the dude was worth two point four billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure if, if the, the guy looked at the cow was a different color, he wouldn't. Yeah. Like you can kind of tell it was he wasn't in his right state, but at the same time, that's him reacting naturally. Like like that was kind of crazy. It was whack that he was only banned for a year or two now. Well, it's more. It's anybody more, else? It's more to it. Like as far as his uh, his interest that he vested in the team, like oh that's gonna be gone too. But these crazy valuations, uh, the the price of a ticket to the games are crazy. The average price of a finals game in Toronto was like five thousand. That's crazy. It's crazy. So who's able to come to the games? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So it's all of you got all of these kids, especially probably in the hood, who really love basketball, right. who can't even come right. watch their favorite team, my players play. Now, I'm not, I wouldn't say that's a racial tension, but that's who we're performing in front of. But at the same time, you know, there's that there's two sides: the gift and the curse. You know, uh, our salaries are. The reason why we can make so much money is because, you know, ticket sales, uh, the people that spend money on the crazy suites, like uh, we have a new arena growing up, and uh, they've sold already $2 billion in ticket sales for That's that crazy. arena. The arena's wow. not even open yet. You know, people are saying that the, the Warriors are over, that the dynasty is over. What Nobody said think? that with Drake. Right. What right. do you think? You got two men down maybe next year? Clay will be back soon. KD will be back to form. If he signs. But he'll be back to form. Okay. But um, uh, hopefully he'll be back. Uh, he might be out all next year. But we, you saw what we did in the finals. You know, we was right there. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, really, we, we had three guys break something. And we still had the opportunity. We were one possession away from pushing it to a game seven. So we'll be fine. Um, big free agency this summer. So we'll be all right. All right, we have more with Andre Iguodala from the Golden State Warriors. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Andre Iguodala from the Golden State Warriors. Charlemagne? Do the Warriors organization take any blame for what happened to Kitty? Or should they? Because you're talking in the book about, you know, right. sacrificing your body so, for these so, organizations. So that's a really good question. I don't think his injury was the reason before the other, of the other injury because um, the way the body set up, the calf should have went out first before the Achilles. So mm-hmm. that was like an act of God. Like the Achilles was just going to go out no matter if he was injured before that or not. But I talk about in the book, you know, what's your body worth? You know, all you, all I hear is play one year longer than you can. But at the same time, it's like, you all want to have a certain lifestyle when I'm done playing. You know, them knees go quick. So so you don't you don't think the Warriors had any responsibility with maybe pushing KD out there too soon? That's a tough part, too. You think about it, we have a really good training staff. I, I You know, I'll give credit where credit's due. Our training staff is one of the best in the world, and I feel like they got them back. The tough thing is, when you're an athlete and you're hurt, everybody's looking at you sideways. Mm-hmm. And then being his teammate is harder because everyone's feeding stuff in our head when KD coming back, when KD coming mm-hmm. back. And the I'm fact like, that it's the finals. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Last year happened to me. Mm-hmm. I missed the last three games of the Houston series. It goes to game seven. We barely get out of that series. And now they're looking at me like, when you coming back? And I had, a, I had a fractured leg. But it's being put out there like he got a bone bruise. But I, So I'm fighting with the team. I'm fighting with people. I'm fighting with the media. And then my teammates ask me every day, how you feeling? How you feeling? So with Kay, he getting it from everywhere too. Like, how you feeling? How you feeling? Not just from the, the team, but from family or from, you know, people close to him. You know, this is our moment. This is our stage. You know, right. this don't last forever. And, and what they'd always say in sports, oh, he was a tough guy. He played through injuries. You know, you're, you're validated as an athlete if you win a championship or how tough you were. Mm-hmm. You know, if you sit out, it's like, ah, he's not tough. Like, you think about it, the his- history of sports is all about people's perception of you and they want they want to get their gratification through you for themselves and that's just the way of sports you know um it's kind of y'all fault a little bit too though 
It's true. Uh, a little bit. I agree. But at the same time, is we're taught to maximize our value. Mm-hmm. Well, it used to be how many games can a guy play? He played 82 games. That means he's tough. But guy only played 70 games, 60 games. It's like, I don't know about him, man. He can't. He's always hurt, you know. And then now when a superstar player goes down, what's that? That's money. Now everyone's talking about, oh, man, I guess it was smart to have low management. But the issue is the NBA sets our schedule up, especially the Warriors, where they, they, don't, they don't want us to miss games on the road because we're the money team on the road. Correct. So the message was sent. All right, don't rest guys on the road. Sometimes that got to be whack. And, I'm not, and that's, you know, it's still an NBA, but sometimes you're playing trash-ass teams. You knew you're going to blow them out. So, they, so there's no way you could just say, you know what, I'm just going to rest these star players today because we don't necessarily need them. Well, now you got feedback from fans, right? Because of social media. Right. So we used to get so many emails, so much information from our fans and be like, we used to have people with signs. Like, I drove from South Africa and Steph Curry didn't play tonight. Right. And I paid 10000 for some seats. Like, this isn't right. I do understand that side, though. Right. So I'm saying if you got a company and you have these high expectations and they don't come through, you're going to voice your opinion. So we've gotten that more than any other team. You said people hate on Steph so much. Why why do you think they hate on Steph so much? Because he's light-skinned. He's light-skinned, and he's like like the perfect dude. So they can't find any flaws. You see that a lot. People who you can't find a flaw in, you hate that. Mm -hmm. And But, you know, I see see it the most. The hate on Steph is across the league, other players. Really? That's crazy. Not so much the younger players, but some of the older players that he came in and just mm-hmm. took their shine. Oh, they hate it. How much impact does social media have on players? You talk about that in the book, but how much does it really have on players? More than it should. Mm. Like, it's normal now to go in the locker room and everybody, first thing they do, people grab their phones. Lord have mercy. And I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, at halftime? At halftime. Th- really? God. It's like normal now. Well, you see a dude that brought his phone out to the game. Right. Well, it's normal. Mm-hmm. Grab your phone. And I'm looking, dudes checking Instagram. See what people saying about their performance. Checking. That's crazy. You played in the Mark Jackson for a year, right? Mm-hmm. Now, whatever happened to Mark? Because he, he put that team together, it seems like, and then nobody ever gave him a chance again, which is seems weird. We were just talking about that, about that this morning. And, like, we were huge fans of Mark, the players. He was the ultimate players coach. That, that, that was, I mean, he pretty much put that team together. Like, that's, that's when we first started hearing about the Warriors. And then it was like... He got let go, and then no other team gave him a shot. And I talk about it in the book, as far as he was, like, one of my favorite coaches of all time. It was like, come in, compete, play hard. But I feel like just the politics of it, man, and... When you say politics, what do you mean? I know they, they used to be upset because he was too religious, they said. Did he make y'all go to church? That was a rumor that he made y'all go to nah, church. No, he, oh. he didn't make us go to church. Like, he offered it to us, and we all went as a team because okay. we got a team bunch of believers, so we went to church. Like, we was going to church regardless. Mm-hmm. But it was the politics... And then, you know how it is. When they, Once they want you out, they're going to find something. And then, you know, one particular issue was, from what I heard, was his views on gender or marriage or uh, what the Bible said mm-hmm. on your sexuality. Okay. And our head of our business, who he just went to the Hall of Fame. He was, he was the brains behind All-Star Weekend. Like, this dude, he created the All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Rick Welch, like, genius business. And, and he's gay. Mm-hmm. So there was conflicts with that that was widespread. Everyone was talking about that. And uh, it's interesting. Someone mentioned it to me. It was like, when people can express themselves, but are you allowed to express yourself that you don't agree with it? You should accept it because we should all accept each other, but it's like we're afraid to really say our beliefs mm-hmm. now. Like, you, you may not believe in something, but, you know, you still embrace that or you have respect for them. or it's As long as you don't disrespect them or judge them. Correct. It was that and on top of, you know, he might have issues with ownership, that was the that was a crazy part. Like, 
he didn't have a good relationship with the ownership, and that's not gonna work. That ain't gonna never work. But no yeah. other team picked him up. Think about it. Not one other team. Well, it just shows crazy. It just shows how in line the ownership group is. They all together. They care about one thing: money. That bottom line. Mm-hmm. You think Mark Jackson's blackballed from the NBA? I do. Yes. Really. Absolutely. Wow. All right, we have more with Andre Iguodala. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Andre Iguodala from the Golden State Warriors. Charlemagne? How do you stay mentally healthy? Because you talk about your battles with insomnia in the book. And I know you're the vice president of the National Basketball Players Association now. And y'all put an emphasis on mental health. So how y'all going to keep players mentally healthy? And how do you keep yourself mentally healthy? So for me, it's just uh, I read a lot. Um, I want to tell you, Steph's a big fan of the book. He listened to your audio book. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a huge fan of it, which is weird. I didn't think he would. But anyway. Um, Why? Because I'm so I'm such a heathen? Y'all so different. Yeah. Because <laughs> he don't like light-skinned brothers. Yeah, y'all just so different. I was like, Steph, you listen to that? He was like, yeah, man, that joint was amazing. And you read it, right? You read your audio book? I read both of them, yeah. Yeah, he was talking about that. He was like, it's better to read your audio book. You, you, you can, you get the, it's better for the story. I didn't get a chance to. I did the introduction of my audio book, but I didn't get a chance to read. We didn't have time with the finals. And you can get nominated for a Grammy. Oh, interesting. If you care about that kind of stuff. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But with the mental health, this, um, for me, it was reading. So I had an insomnia problem through college just from stress. Like, I had agents. I talk about in the book. I had agent telling me, like, agent saw me after the game was like, I want to talk to you. I'm like, for what? I want to represent you. I'm like, for what? He was like, the NBA. I'm like, I'm going to the NBA? Like, I didn't know because I was in college what I'm hearing every day is, you got to get better. You're not good enough yet. You got to get better. Mm-hmm. And what I found out was a coach was trying to hold me back mentally so I can stay longer. Mm-hmm. I stay longer, we obviously going to be a much better team. You got NBA players playing on your team. You're going to be better. But I didn't know that. So then I was fighting between, I'm like, people approaching me about the NBA. Like, I never thought I would go to the NBA, mm-hmm. especially this fast. So I wasn't sleeping. Like, Four or five o'clock in the morning, I'm just up. Was it anxiety? You said it was insomnia in the book, but it had to be some sort of anxiety as well. It's, it's both, right? Yeah. But you don't know that. You just know you up. Yeah. Like, I can't sleep. But that stuck with me until my whole career. Like it stuck with me until I got to the bay, and I finally was like, you know what? I know I got this issue, and that's a big problem in our community. We scared to talk to somebody about anything. So mm-hmm. I, I saw a sleep therapist, and I basically did a study on the human body and how to, how you need sleep. Sleep is like the most important thing. Of course. Body. Absolutely. Me finding out that I had insomnia changed, like, my whole life as far as it, lifestyle and eating and all that stuff. And then that turned into yoga. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I started meditating. And, like, once you find one thing, it kind of is a trickle-down effect where you get Absolutely. everything else is aligned. Mm-hmm. But the hardest part is getting guys to embrace it mm-hmm. or to even do it. Like, we did a team exercise where we did yoga, and the players, when they first got there, they're like, man, I'm not doing no yoga. This is stupid. But when we, they start doing it, like, yo, that was... That was like relieving. Like that was that was dope. But then you just gotta hold yourself accountable and, and like wanna do it. So for us, I think we do things, we gotta find a way to make things cool in, in order for us to do it. Mm-hmm. So we you know we working on it and that's another thing I struggle with is sometimes like a corporation will have a philanthropic in, endeavor, but it's not true. It's all for publicity. So um, I'm a big fan of Adam Silver's our commissioner, and we always talk about mental health, but it's like I don't wanna just talk about it. I really want to tackle it and get every player to get some type of help any type of way because we all need it, especially the ones that come from our, our backgrounds. And, you know, guys lose all their money. It's not because they made 
poor decisions. It was just the people around him, and their, their mental health plays a large a large part in them losing all their money. Like, and I think it's, that it's, not knowing as well too. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I always say that you know, coming from a, a lot of our environments, we just don't learn certain things. Right. My parents worked 30, 40 years of their life, and they sit back and retire. They don't know about investing. They don't know right. about anything. You know, so. For us, it's just we don't have the knowledge a lot of times. And we're afraid to admit what we don't know. That's and we question. think we're going to get taken advantage of if we admit we don't know. That's right. true. Right. You know what's so interesting about the mental health aspect of it, right? Because the reason I meditate is because I'm, I'm always looking for stillness. Mm-hmm. I feel like NBA players would, would be the best at that because y'all got to block out all the bull when y'all on the court. Y'all got to block out the crowd. Mm-hmm. When y'all shooting free throws, y'all got to block out the crowd. Like Y'all just got to be focused in that moment. I would think it would be easy for y'all to get focused in meditation. Or the opposite, where our only piece is when we're on the court. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like, that's yeah, the yeah. only piece you get. Like, the family is a tricky thing, man. Like, that's the majority of the downfalls. Of the Especially family. when you got money. When you're the right. only person in your family that's a millionaire. Right. And talking to the white players, like, I think I've, uh, Kyle Cover had a big article about it. And he was like, you know, y'all, you guys don't understand what these guys are going through. We were teammates. I remember he and I were in a, in a meeting team we're talking about finances like one of those mandatory meetings and i was like you know i take care of my mom my brother cousin uncle grandma i bought my grandma's house blah 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 he's like you pay your parents bills <laughs> why would you do that really because that's not, not same, right? that's not their culture so there was like he was like why would you pay your mom's bill and i was like you don't pay he was like no why would i do that like he was like what do you mean like he was so lost to it and, but we looking at him like you don't help your mom out you know so when we on the court mm-hmm. That's a lot of guys' peace. How does so that deal when, with the Aisha Curry stuff? Because that came out during the finals about, uh, I guess she did the Red Table Talk interview and she was like, she she wants to feel special and everybody was, hey, big head, and they was posting pictures of Drake and her right. and Harden and her and Big how, how did he deal with that? I don't see too many things like rattle him. Like, this is like the epitome of a perfect person. But he grew up in the NBA too. He grew up in that environment. Yeah. So he's seen it before. Mm-hmm. Like he understands it. Like his mom's like a public figure as well. His mom and his dad were together. They were kind of known as like the perfect couple or whatever. So he's seen everything. So I, I feel like he knows how to navigate it. I mean, obviously, you know, he's like any other married couple. They probably go through their stuff or whatever. Absolutely. But I, I don't know how he does it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Especially all that fame he got. Yeah, he's got to be dealing with his own mental health issues. Because yeah. he, my last book is all about anxiety mm-hmm. and going to therapy. So why? It had to be something that made him re- listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm going to ask him one day. Like, yeah. I don't know how he does it. Right. And also ask him, to tell him, don't be afraid to post my book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shut tell up, him God, God will really bless him for that. And I love the dedication in the book. You said, uh, you said to the young fellas, stay black. To the to young fellas. So that's my son. Growing up, every time I left the house, like every day, I got that same message from my mom. All right, stay black. Mm-hmm. Every day. As if we have a choice. Right. No, she was saying, like, stay black. Know who you are. Yeah, no, you Realize right. it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you going out to the world, stay black. Like, don't change for nothing. Right. Embrace who you are. So I had to always remind him, like, look, you go to school. His school is very diverse. Private school, but it's diverse. But he's one of the few black boys. It's only, it's only a couple of, like, 100% black boys. It's like, three or four that I know around his age. And I'm like, man, you got to be able to maneuver when you get pulled over by the cops. You got to be able to maneuver when you're at school or no matter where you're at, like, Especially in this neighborhood, like, you got to be careful. I mean, he's light, he's lighter, light complected, so it's not going to be as bad. But he has to have an awareness, mm-hmm. and I always try to get him to, you know, understand that. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Yeah, man. Pick up the book, Six Man. And KD and Clay coming back next year. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. KD too. 
I think KD's coming back. Yeah. I hope he does. I mean, we want him to come back. Prior to the injury, did you think he was leaving or going? I, I didn't know. But that's the hard part, of it too, is, like, every day we had to deal with that. Like, the whole year you had to deal with, is KD coming back? It was like, man, like, man, I hope so, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what you want me to say? But at the same time, it was like, you know, where there's smoke, there's a fire. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, who's putting out these reports? Sometimes they fake. You don't know what's what. You know, it's the drama of the NBA. So. I heard they going to the Knicks, though. That's what I heard. I don't know, man. I, th- I personally think y'all going to strike out. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> All right. It's Andre Iguodala. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Okay, now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that Suge is playing a lot this morning. Yeah. But uh, yesterday, Little Baby was playing a lot this morning. So is somebody confused up here? Or the baby is actually supposed to be playing as much as it's playing? It's supposed to be playing. Okay, just making sure. I think the top three record in the country. I thought it was number record. one. Wasn't it is number, number one? one this week? I thought it was number one like last week or the week Or oh, City Girls that. number one. Or Old Town Road. Which one? Which one no, them? Old Town Road is number one on the, the Billboard the Hot 100. Charts. But uh, Suge was number one on the rap charts. Mm-hmm. I remember. I saw that. Anyway, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk JT. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, according to P from Quality Control, the CEO, he's saying that JT from City Girls will be home within the next 90 days. So that'll be a big deal. He said, stay tuned on what they have planned for when JT is finally free. That's good. I don't know how much longer Young Miami could hold it down on her own. Well, yeah, she's about it, to have a baby soon, too. So, exactly. And it's hard. Like, you're part of a group. You want the other person to be home to yes. share and everything with you. So I'm sure she's excited. Because nothing was like that first uh, City Girls project they dropped. The first one. Not the second one. All right, mixtape. now. Mixtape. The mixtape. Yeah, yeah, City Girls is number two and Sugar is number one. Yep. All right, now let's talk about keeping up with the Kardashians. Everybody's been talking about this two-part series that's going to be all about the drama that happened with Tristan Thompson, Jordan Woods, and Khloe Kardashian. Well, that's played on Sunday, right? And so a couple of things that happened, and Tristan's not excited about this at all. Apparently, Khloe implied that he was suicidal when she found out about his cheating. I think you're definitely going to have to have a conversation with him, obviously. Yeah, I'm going to have a conversation with him, but he's doing this to get a reaction out of me. We know that. Like, oh, so I'm just allowed to say I'm going to kill myself at and any time? That's crazy. That's not fair. He's the one that messed up, not you. Right, so she was trying to say with these text messages that she had back and forth with him, basically he was threatening to kill himself. And it was serious enough that she did ask one of his friends to do a welfare check to make sure that he was fine, even though she was upset at the time. Now, Tristan, on his behalf, is saying that's not true at all, and he's upset that on the show they tried to play it off like he was saying he was going to kill himself. He said, saying that I don't want to live without you is not the same thing as saying that I'm going to kill myself. He didn't mean that. So he's upset because a lot of people have been reaching out to him, including NBA executives and family members, because they're worried. That's why y'all got to be careful about them little cliche sayings y'all be saying just to say it. I don't want to live without you. Well, what does that mean? That means you want to die if you're not with me. So technically... Technically, you are saying, hey, you, you know, might commit suicide. You know what's funny about that? My, my son, a long time ago, I think when he was in uh, sixth grade, he got in trouble. He's like, my dad's going to kill me. And you know the principal called me and was like, yeah, I have to have a conversation with you about this. I was like, what? He's like, my son that's said, our fault. your dad's going to kill me. I'm like, I'm not going to kill him. That's, but that's our fault as adults because we say these cliche things and people take these things literally. Can't just be saying words matter, bro. Well, now nah, I don't say nothing like that to the little kids. Nothing at all. The little kids. Nah, not down to the to, not to the babies. I call them the babies. Nothing at all. <laughs> the baby. The baby. 
No. Um, now, Jordan Woods also has announced her new clothing line after that episode aired. Perfect timing for her. She announced on Instagram that she has something exciting. She has her Boohoo Times Jordan's, Jordan Woods clothing line. So people were excited for her that... Uh, oh, Boohoo Times. Well, the, the, the people she's doing a collaboration with is called Boohoo. Oh. And it's a Jordan Woods clothing line. So, hey, congratulations to and her. And doesn't Boohoo mean crying? Yeah, but it's just... It's or a, clothes already, you can cry in? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. If you want to look at it like that. All right. In the meantime, in the midst of all this, Lamar Odom made his big three basketball debut as well over the weekend. How'd he do? In Detroit. He, he killed it. He scored two. <laughs> Shut up, man. Shut up, man. He scored two points in the That's game. That's it? Oh, he must not look too good there. <laughs> well, he said he's still trying to get his groove back. Okay. So, right. you know, he's trying to get back into the rhythm of things. So, yes. All right, Aisha Curry, let's... Oh, and, you know, first let's talk about Charles Barkley. Uh, he still does not want Space Jam 2 to be made, and he's been saying this for quite some time. Well, he was at the 2019 NBA Awards on Monday night in L.A., and here's what he had to say about Space Jam 2. Have you warmed up to the idea at all? Not at all. Tell me what, you know, Ryan Coogler's attached no, no, to it now. No. Well, listen, uh, I don't care. We, well, Space Jam 1 was amazing. We don't need to. <laughs> why do we care what Charles Barkley thinks about Space Jam? I'm just curious. Like, well, he was in the he first one. He was in the one. first one. He's yeah, only one of the greatest basketball players of all time. A lot time. of the kids have no idea who Charles Barkley is. He's on kids, TV all the time the kids as have, a commentator. A lot of the kids have no idea what Space Jam is outside of some sneakers. All right? Yeah, but it's but new. It's, it's new. It has the younger players in there. They'll love it. They'll see it. It'll be a Space whole Jam, different generation. Space Jam 2 has a lot to live up to, though, because a lot came from Space Jam 2. You had I Believe I Can Fly from R. Kelly. Space Jam 1. And yeah. Space Jam sneakers cost how much right now? If you try to buy I mean, they re-release them every year. So. Okay, well, whatever. But I'm saying, it's been a long time. Like, those sneakers have been re-released every year for the past 20-plus years. All right, Aisha Curry, she was on E's Daily Pop, and she talked about sending naked pictures to her husband, Steph Curry. Do you send your man a spicy photo when he's on the road for too hundreds, long? Hundreds of them. Girl, hundreds of them. You're not scared to get hacked? Absolutely. <laughs> and he won't delete them off of his phone. And oh. he's not that, like, secure with his phone. So it's it's actually one of the scariest things in my life. But that's why I got Bella neck down. She's talking about Bella Thorne, who recently had a nude photo controversy. And she's telling her to take those pictures from the neck down. Why would you alert the hackers to that? Though? You know what I mean? People trying to hack Steph Curry's phone now just thing. to get those pictures. Like, why would you alert people to, to let them know that you're doing that kind of stuff? Like, you can keep that to yourself. Like, you know how many hackers probably rushed to go try to hack Steph Curry's well, phone? Well, they did ask her about nude phone. photos. And I guess she does send them. And she wants him to delete them. She was just being honest. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that down to? You know, uh, they say you turn out to be what you pretend to be. I don't know how true that is, but we'll discuss four after the hour. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking Aisha Curry. She talks about sending nudes. Let's hear it. Do you send your man a spicy photo when he's on the road for too hundreds, long? Hundreds of them. Girl, hundreds of them. You're not scared to get hacked? Absolutely. <laughs> and he won't delete them off of his phone. And oh. he's not that, like, secure with his phone. So it's it's actually one of the scariest things in my life. So 800-585-1051. We're asking, do you send news? Angela Yee said no. No, I don't. Your boyfriend don't send you none? Has he ever sent me a nude? He might send a print or something like that, but not, like, completely nude. All right. Charlemagne says no. 
I think that's, I actually think it's childish. Like, that's something you do when you're young. Okay. So I understand Aisha and, how, how old is Aisha Curry? Them? Are they still in their 20s, maybe? No. I don't know. I just, I just think that's something that young young people do. Like, uh, you, I, I, me and my wife do it. For what? <laughs> because I'm on the road and I'm thinking about her. I'm like, send me a pic. She sent me a pic. I just think it's too dangerous nowadays to do stuff like that. And I think that, like, with any other valuable information or anything anything else that's valuable that you don't want people to see, you shouldn't just be sending that all willy-nilly, you know, via, via text messages. You know, I think what, what Whoopi Goldberg said is true. When you know that you live in an era where you have hackers and they are actively trying to do these things, why put that out there like that? Why even make that a, a possibility? But people do it all the time still, clearly, because we keep on seeing news leak. Yeah, and when these news leak, can they really be mad? Alex? Especially when you're telling people, hey, I send news to my folks. Hackers be like, oh, yes, let's go get uh, Aisha Curry. Let's go get Envy. No, no, I, I mean, we go text and then I race him. Alex! What's up? What's up, man? You, you send news out, bro? I sure do. <laughs> you sound like it. I sure do, and I'm not worried about anybody who sees them. I'm who, kind of an exhibitionist. So, who are you sending you know, them to? Just anybody? Anybody that I'm trying to smash or anybody that I have smashed that misses it and wants to see it again. So your boyfriend loves your nudes? <laughs> I don't have a boyfriend. You is know, it? I like to keep my options open. Oh, here's do you, do you, your you like to keep your open? <laughs> yeah. is, is option a nickname for your butt? No. Listen, here's the thing. No, here's no, I'm a top Charlemagne. You can find out. Do you send them unsolicited, like, surprise, a nude? Um, Only if I know that they're going to be down for it. You shouldn't be sending unsolicited nudes unless you have, like, blanket, like, this is always okay all the time. Here's the thing about guys like Alex, though. No disrespect to you, Alex, but nobody cares if you're a nude leak. You understand what I'm saying? That's the difference between an Alex and Aisha Kirk. Nobody. He's, oh. sure, not, not in the sense of celebrities, but yeah. You just be but another penis online. I don't care either. I go to new beaches. I've done amateur shit okay. parties. Like, okay. Like, He's yeah, very yeah. comfortable with his body. So why don't you just go be a black Chippendale? Well, you're not black. Why don't you just don't go be a Chippendale? Is Chippendale black? Or that's just a... You can be anything. Why don't you just go be a Chippendale? They wear bow ties and stuff with no shirts. That looks whack. Why would you wear a bow tie with no shirt? That's corny. Oh, you like for your meat to be swinging? Yes. Got you. True, true, true. All right, have a good one, Alex. <laughs> All right, thanks. Goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Deuce from Charlotte. What's happening? Boo. Deuce. <laughs> what up, Boo? Deuce, you, Deuce. Boo, you said news out, bro? His name is Deuce. Oh. You call Yo, him Boo? Boo, like Mountain Dew. I said oh, Boo. Like, oh, like Doo, like Doo Doo. Like Doo Doo. Damn you, Charlotte, man. What's what's <laughs> <up>? <laughs> nah, look, so look, it would be like, I ain't never sucked them before, right? about a minute ago, my old lady was mad at me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she ain't want to, you know, when they got a little attitude, they don't want to come up off it. So we was in that little space where she wasn't mad, but she still wasn't coming up off it. So when she was at work, I fucked, I know, I fucked up picture just out the proof. Came home that night. It and was, was ready to work. It worked. I think she... I think she's pregnant now, though. Okay, hey, doo-doo. That's, that's a good thing, ain't it? Doo-doo, you did the damn thing. Hey, man, that's all I know how to do. I'm from Charlotte, baby. That's right, doo-doo. <laughs> all right, brother. Hello, who's this? This is Brittany. Hey, Brittany, you, you send news to your man, Brittany? I do send news. I travel a lot, so um, he'll ask me all the time for news. Or even if I'm in town, he'll be like, go in the bathroom at work um, and send me a news. So it's definitely a thing. I do it all the time. I've even sent it to my friends in the group chat just to make sure they look good before I send it to him. You send naked pictures to your friends to see how good you look? Yeah. So I they can approve. Right, before I send it to him. Man, I wish you would put that on the gram so you can get a bunch of dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> So what do your friends say? Have they ever have they ever told you this isn't good? Um, I think once. They told me to switch the angle up a little bit, so I switched it up and sent it back, and they said it looked better that way. So you be naked naked? Like naked naked? 
I mean, they're always let down. I don't send face shots. Okay. And you don't care about people hacking your phone? Uh, no. Why would somebody hack my phone? Who that knows? is true. And I see that's my Thank point. You, no disrespect to any of these people that are calling in, but none of these people are Aisha Curry. You know what I'm saying? None of these people are people who are are on that level to where somebody would want to post their news all over line. But people have been having devastating experiences with revenge porn and pictures being posted online and people from your job seeing them and all the being more, out there. All the more reason not to be sending stuff out in this era. Why? 800-585-1051. Do you send nudes? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're asking, do you send nudes? Now, this conversation came from Aisha Curry. Let's hear what she had to say about sending nudes. Do you send your man a spicy photo when he's on the road for too hundreds, long? Hundreds of them. Hundreds of them. You're not scared to get hacked? Absolutely. <laughs> and he won't delete them off of his phone. And oh. he's not that, like, secure with his phone. So it's it's actually one of the scariest things in my life. Well, we're asking 800-585-1051. Do you send news? Jay, what's up, Jay? What's up? What's up? Yeah, you know, huh? I, send, I send news to my lady, you know? Word. She at work. She might be having a... You know, a rough day at work, and I send her that big old thing, brighten her day up, let her know what she's looking forward to when she get home. What you makes know? you think she that she enjoys that? Because she sent me the emojis with the hard eyes and the tongue and all of that stuff, so I know she's with it. She ain't mm-hmm. sending you no eggplant, though. Have you, egg, oh, no, nah, that, that one's too small. Have you ever sent it when you, <laughs> <laughs> have you, ever sent it when you weren't erect? Um, nah, that's whack. You had to think about nah. it. <laughs> yeah, I did have to think about that. I, don't I would I never embarrass know. myself and send a picture where I'm yeah, not erect yeah. either. So what do you do? So you oh, with yourself first and no, then take gone. a picture? He's gone. And that's a little too far. You can't say that on air, ye. No, I'm just wondering. if You, you cannot them. say do you... You can say do you stroke the chicken. Which just sounds way better than that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who strokes chickens? Hello, who's this? <laughs> Purdue chicken. What is this guy talking about? <laughs> This guy is crazy. Hello, who's this? That's your sex talk? <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> what up, though? Y'all may want to hear my sex talk, but okay. yo, Darius. He's representing a D. Yes, sir. What up? What up? He's straight in the house. All right, man. Do you, do you send uh, your D to your uh your, your uh, girl? Man, I don't. Me and my lady right now, we currently practicing celibacy. So for me to do something like that, it is just, you know... We get the party started. We can't do that right now, I guess. So, wait wait a minute. Why are y'all practicing uh, celibacy? We wait until we get married. So, y'all never had sex? Uh, he didn't say all that. <laughs> so, y'all did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whose idea was it? It was her. How long has it been? Oh, man. It's been since, like, the new year. Yeah, how long does it take to clear up some of these STDs? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Just asking. Just asking. <laughs> when are you guys getting married? Uh, sometime next year. We're still working on a wedding date. But you can still send news. I don't mean that you have to have sex. What's the point of doing that? Come on now. I mean, the purpose of sending news is, you know, it's like a present. You know, you, know, you want to unwrap it when you get home. Okay. Okay. All right. I ain't understand nothing the man said just now. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, y'all. It's Taekwon, man. Hey, Taekwon. You send news to your girl, Taekwon? Yeah, a lot. Oh, your man? Oh, all the same stuff. Every day. Listen. Every day. Every day, you gotta make sure you switch it up. So you gotta change the angles. You gotta switch from videos to pictures. You gotta mix it up. You can't be, you can't be born and send the same thing over. I don't understand how y'all see y'all girls every day. Y'all see y'all women every day, but y'all gotta send them news. They keep it spicy. Yeah. It's like a form of foreplay. You get them ready. When they get home, they're already horny, ready to rock and roll. I just think it's too dangerous to do that form of foreplay in 2019. 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, my it, news get out there. I'm going to be good. I'll be all right. Where you work at? Well, me, I drive Uber. Oh, yeah. Nobody care if your news out there. You <laughs> stupid, man. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Good morning. My name is Nikki. Good morning. Hey, Nikki, do you send news to your man? Absolutely not. Why not? What if, they, what, what if he send them to his boys, and then Ooh. here we are, you know, sharing photos? Oh, y'all not married? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't risk that. Absolutely not. You might just be his little girlfriend, and you don't know. You, you know, he might just be showing him off to his oh, boy. Oh no! Don't even. It's the truth, though. The fact that you even it are is. concerned. The fact you even concerned, he may be showing it to his boys. Let's me know. That's just your little boyfriend. And that is the truth, and that is not happening. Do you bring him around for holidays? Mm, no. Oh my no. God! You definitely <laughs> shouldn't be sending him no nude. Thank little you, boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not no, no. All right. Thank no, you, no. Mama. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys? I just think it's too dangerous to be doing stuff like that personally in 2019. I'm about to send my wife one right now. You just took one right now while no, we were sitting here. I'm about to go to the bathroom here? and take one. In the bathroom? Where else am I gonna do it? You want me to pull my my? You don't just have here? some. You don't just have some in your phone ready to go. No. Do you put a filter on it? No. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't fit in the whole screen. I gotta shrink it a little bit. But anyway. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. <sighs> oh, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Jesse Smollett. Now, there's new video that's been leaked out, and it shows him with the noose around his neck. And we'll tell you what some of these text messages that they also have released, what those say. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. What's so funny, man? What's so funny? Drop on a... He just screamed at Envy to please him. I did not say that. You didn't just scream at him, man. Ever since we talked about them sending nudes, you got kinky today, bro. Drop on the clues bombs for Lala Anthony, damn it. Today is Lala's birthday. Today is Lala's born day, cancer season, cancer gang all day. Happy born day to Lala. Happy birthday, Lala. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Wendy Williams. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. Gossip. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, it looks like Wendy Williams will be in court today, and that's to support her son, who allegedly punched his dad in the nose during a very heated argument. He's 18 years old. And they're saying that incident is uh, just basically as a family. Wendy wants to make sure that she's there to support her son. Uh, Kevin Sr. will be there as well. He doesn't want to press charges, but because it's a domestic incident, prosecutors often have to keep on just investigating and pressing on, even if you don't want to press charges. So she is saying now that she and Kevin Hunter Sr. will work through this and maintain a relationship and friendship because of their son. Yeah, you can't press charges on your son because you was a sucker. You know what I'm saying? You can't press charges on your son regardless. Well, he wasn't trying to, no, but you know when there's that. a domestic incident. <laughs> you can't press charges. Whether or not you want to press charges, the cops do still sometimes continue on. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say there's never a reason to press charges on your son, but you can't press charges on your son because you was a sucker, and your son is aware that you're a sucker. So he punched you in the nose because that's what happens to suckers. All right, now Mariah Carey's attorney had to file some documents yesterday, and she's saying that her former assistant uh, disclosed confidential information about her medical history and personal business. The Daily Mail had published these stories back in June, and... Mariah is saying that's because of this money-grabbing personal assistant leaking all this stuff. Her name is Liana Azarian. They said she got butt shots? According to her assistant, yes. She is saying that Mariah did get some butt shots and uh, had all kinds of cosmetic work done. 
also had some damaging videos of Mariah as an insurance policy if, in case she ever fired her. And she had threatened to sell those clips to the press and then use the, proceed, use the proceeds to buy a house as well. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Now, Mariah did fire her for not showing up to work in November of 2017. And that's when, allegedly, she demanded that Mariah pay her millions in exchange for keeping that information private. But she did have a non-disclosure agreement, so... They mean nothing. I hope I hope Mariah Carey gets all the money she can from this woman because I hate people who act like NDAs and confidentiality agreements don't matter. The problem with them is the people who sign them, they don't have anything once they violate them. Nothing at all. So, so once they violate them, what can you get out of them? Well, Mariah wants at least $5 million in damages. You're not going to get it, Mariah. She don't got it. You know what you used to pay that It'll woman. take her 40 years to get that. All right. Now, for everybody excited about The Lion King, the soundtrack has been unveiled. Okay. We already know that Beyonce and this Gambino are in that, but now they have that remake that's going to be out in theaters July 19th, and the soundtrack will be available to stream starting July 11th. I think they really dropped the ball not letting the Migos be the hyenas. That's the only thing I've seen so far that uh, I don't agree with. Because remember, the Migos were saying they wanted to play the hyenas. That would have been dope. Yes, they absolutely said that. Uh, yeah, I remember. That would have been very, very dope. And if the, I had seen the movie, I would understand what the plot was with the hyenas. And I think at the time when they was requesting that, mm-hmm. they weren't as red hot as they are now. So nobody's seen the vision. They didn't have a vision. They didn't have a vision for the Migos. Mm. All right, Jesse Smollett, some new video has been released. And that's because the police are releasing all of this evidence, including body cam video of officers responding to when they got that 911 call back in January. Now, uh, in case you haven't heard it, uh, they also have video of when Jesse shows up and the cops are there and he has a noose on around his neck. Do you want to take it off or anything? Yeah, I do. I just want to talk to There's a bleach for me. We don't care. We're over it. So why did he still have the noose on? I guess he, he said he wanted the cops to see it. So that's why he didn't take it off until after the cops had an opportunity to see that. They also have released messages between the two men, the two Nigerian brothers who allegedly helped stage this assault that they have accused him of having staged a fake assault. And those messages show uh, the brothers talking to their own friends. And he said, I never replied to his fruity ass after that. I've been replying to him on Instagram. I'm done with his gay lord ass. That's one of the messages that they released. Gay lord ass. Damn. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I guess that's their slurs. Why did you want to hear what that means? I want to know what Christ got to do with his ass. Why are you just going to bring the Lord in the mention of his, his, his ass? All righty. And a young buck has released a diss song at 50 Cent. I saw this a little while ago. And, uh, you know, according to this song, here's what he had to say. It's called Foofy. Bodies under my belt, I gotta stand on it now. This not our first falling out, know how to handle it now. Bank's gone, ain't nobody there to settle it now. The mother to get to need verses from whoever around. Come on, Foofy. This Instagram, this shit then got goofy. Let's focus on them two million dollars at the garage. Let's talk about them bitches you burnt. Them old charges, you know what I learned was how not to be a father. Apologizing to my sons and my daughters. Lord, forgive me for the pain that I caused this. Lord was with him when he came and he called us. And I'm in this grocery store gripping on this revolver. Yeah. Guys, listen. Uh, the Young Buck record is dope. Buck can rap. He always could, but nobody cares. All right, there's nothing you can say about 50 that will cause any damage to him whatsoever. I don't know if 50 Cent is the Donald Trump of rap or if Donald Trump is the 50 Cent of presidents, but they're both Teflon. Nothing sticks. Nothing penetrates. The people who love 50 love him. And to everyone else, he's the person people love to hate. Nothing hurts him. So I don't see the point other than to, for Buck to show he can rap. 
All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is next. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Philo is the best way to watch TV, live or on demand. More than 50 channels you love, like VH1, BET, and, of course, Revolt. Best part? Philo is just $20 a month. Find out for yourself with a free trial, no credit card needed. Text BREAKFAST to 74456. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout to everybody in the D. Yes, that's your favorite. Mine, too. Shout to Detroit. I'll be out there a little bit later. I'm going to be heading, uh, messing with my people over at Stock X, and then I'm going to be heading over to uh, <laughs> Quiet Storm Tuesdays. Shout right? out to everybody Hamlet at Stock Corner. X. I got on some of my sneakers I got from Stock X today. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm heading over there today and tomorrow, too. I'm going to chop it up with them, and then tonight I'll be at the R&B Tuesday spot. Salute to my homie, Dr. Jess, man. Dr. Jessica Clemens, too. I was at her uh, Be Well conversation last night that uh, I think it was presented by Samsung. And she had a Be Well conversation with Gerard Carmichael. That was a very, very, very uh, fulfilling conversation. So salute Dope. to Dr. Jessica Clemens. Salute to Gerard Carmichael. Salute to my man Law. What's happening? All right. Well, also shout to Andre Iguodala from the Golden State Warriors. He stopped through this morning. Iggy did stop too. I love having conversations with Iggy, man, because Iggy is one of those people that proves that he can do more than goddamn dribble. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When people say shut up and dribble, so you should really go get his book, The Six Man. It's out right now. He, he gave us a few gems in that interview. And, yes, uh, one thing that I'm I'm really interested in is is the blackballing of Mark, Mark Jackson. Yes. I need somebody to look into that because it does seem like we, we all wonder why Mark Jackson has not got, gotten another job we in the NBA. say that all the time. It seems like he's been blackballed. So, yeah, salute to Iggy. All right, when we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. I just want to tell you, look, each morning when you open your eyes, you can say to yourself, I, not events, have the power to make me happy or unhappy today, and you can choose which it shall be. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?